0: Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Welcome to Postcast. Jazz beat the Philadelphia 76ers 100-83. This is Postcast on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And, well, right when we got a little concerned, heading to the fourth quarter down four... The Jazz exploded, outscoring the Sixers 30-9 to in the fourth quarter. Uh, that was uh, an effort that we
1: were expecting early in the ballgame for them to just take over it and, and, you know, coast in the second half. But you know, it, it didn't happen. And I agree with Rodney Hood. This team plays hard. I mean, they're just not as deep and not as talented as the Jazz are right now. But they do play hard. And, and I think happened what we expected to happen. We just expected it to happen a little earlier than what it did.
0: They end up losing Sergio Rodriguez. That seemed to hurt them a little bit uh, along the way as well when Rodriguez went out of the game. They were they uh, didn't seem to have kind of the same control of the game. The Jazz did at the point guard position as George Hill returned to the lineup, and he was just fabulous.
1: Fabulous is, is, is remarkable. I mean, I, I don't know fabulous, I think it was better than fabulous, you know, because no one, I, at least I wasn't. I don't know about you. I wasn't expecting this at all. I expected to see him. Uh, as you mentioned, a few minutes in the first half, uh, in the first quarter, and maybe a few minutes in the second quarter—that's what I was expecting to see tonight. And I didn't expect to see him to be as effective as he was. You knew he has the ability to control, uh, to control against, control the, the point guard position anyway. Uh, But this is just was not unexpected. I mean, he played like he hasn't missed any games here at all. And
0: he seemed to be gaining confidence as the night went on. Yeah,
1: and and he plays so much under control. And I think you and I have talked about this many, many times. He's he's so balanced. He dribbles the basketball. And he is, I mean, his feet and everything is, is balanced. It's underneath him. It's not out in front of him. I mean, to the point where he can change directions. Uh, and, and get to spots that he needs to on the floor. Uh, he rebounds it. I mean, he just does so many things. I'm so glad that he's back, and hopefully, he doesn't have any setbacks.
0: 21 points, eight rebounds, six assists, three steals. Jazz outscored the Sixers by 31 points when he was on the floor tonight. <laughs> you
1: know, again, his ability to, to to get to the spots. You know, we watched Chris Paul and, and these guys play the pick and roll. Get. And, and, and then curl back underneath to the middle of the floor, and that puts a deep on his back. He does that very, very well. But he also, what he does do that Chris Paul and the other guys, you know, he has that little floater that he can shoot once he gets in there, and then he's such a, a, a dynamite uh, two-point mid-range shooter.
0: The Jazz, in the shoot-around today, worked on a bunch of drills they call it attack the Sixers, and what the drills were was the Sixers would double-team the ball, And then they would try to make the the first drill they worked on was a pass to the middle, with then a uh, then they make the pass to the corner from there. The next drill they worked on was that the middle was denied and you had to make a cross court skip pass for and they absolutely executed that to perfection all night to the tune of going 15 of 26 and three. It's really interesting to see how incredibly hard this staff works. I think Lamar Skeeter and Alex Jensen had the scout tonight and they clearly put in an you talk about so much of shoot around being defense. This is a game where they put in the offensive plan at shoot around and it they knew they were getting great looks from three and they got them all night.
1: Well and, and just think about this. Now they made five more threes than they normally make, but they attempted the same amount. It's the fact that they were coming from that corner more so more so I thought in the first half than it did in the second half. And and and, and as you pointed out so many times, that's a tough shot, I, I think, for the Jazz to survive on if they had to survive on, on just the corner three. But it's, it's I think it's, it's great. Now, Alex Jensen and, and Lamar, I mean, they'll pat themselves on the back because they did put together a pretty good offensive game plan. And when you get uncontested shots like they were able to come up with, I mean, it's up to the players. If they don't make those shots... The game plan is there. They're open shots. You should be making The
0: Another thing that's happened here that's really good news is Trey Lyles seems to be out of his doldrums. He has very quietly shot the ball well in the month of December at over 40% from three. goes three of five tonight from three. He's in the midst of a hot streak, which happens. If you're going to give the, you know, if the guy's going to go through a cold streak, she's also going to go through a hot streak. And Trey Lyles now is 11 of his last 20 from three and that opens up everything for this offense. Well, he, he could be
1: that that player from that position that could really help this basketball team, uh, especially shooting the three. What they'd like to see more out of him is rebounding. They want him crashing the boards, getting to the and, and coming up with rebounds, especially on the defensive glass. I haven't heard them say anything about getting there and get offensive rebounds. I've heard them talk about getting defensive rebounds. Now, what kind of adjustment has he made from last year, the summer league, to the beginning of this year, thinking that he was going to have to play a, a, a certain way, uh, bringing the ball up the floor and, and, and initiating the offense and things like that, to now coming with a uh, probably his third or fourth adjustment that he's had to make in order to to help this basketball team. I mean,
0: last year he took 29% of his shots from three, and this year he's taking 44% of his shots from three. So he's really changed who he is as a player. It
1: it really has, and that's another phase he's going to have to go through in order to be effective. I mean, there's just so many adjustments that you can make in in this league, David, as a player, especially a young player, and learning how to be effective and how to help, help the basketball team win. Coaches, they can tell you a lot of things that they want you to do, But you have to to make those things happen.
0: Final note on tonight, the only discouraging thing was Rudy Gobert, 3 of 11 from the free throw line. He hasn't been quite the same since he missed those late-game free throws. You hope that that's not going to be a lingering issue. Um, He's been so good at the line for so long. Maybe this is just a little cold spell and he gets it back. He's proved he can do it for a long time. So it'll be interesting to see, but that's the only one I'd say is a little disconcerting tonight. Well, I
1: think when you see him practice tomorrow he will be working on those free throws. And and the difference, you see how soft he's been those free throws have been all season long and, and the two he missed in Los Angeles and then the ones he he missed tonight, even even the ones he made was it you know, they, they they just wasn't soft, you know, like you normally um, like he's been shooting all season long.
0: So really, as of right now, uh, the rotation, Dante Exum's not here and Alec Burks is not here, but I thought tonight was interesting. Hayward, 32 minutes, which is like right where the Jazz want their players. Favors, 24. Gobert, 33. Hood, 32. George, 29. Shelvin, 18. Boris, 17. Joe Ingles, 15. Joe Johnson, 17. And Trey Lyles, 18. I think that is pretty close to what we're going to see, I think that's, I think that's, you know, Alec, Burks and Dante, that's going have to work their way into the rotation. When Alec gets back, it's going to be hard to find him minutes, but they're going to have to find a way. I don't know what Dante's role is going to be compared to Shelvin's, but I think that's probably Derek's going to get a few more at some point, but if, as he's trying to get ready, and George probably gets one or two more, but that's where the Jazz want to be. We saw it for one of the few times all year how this team's going to allocate minutes.
1: The only thing I can say about this, this is that um, – If this is a luxury for Quinn, you know, it's something we discussed at the beginning of the year. It could be a luxury or it could be a problem. But I think it's a luxury that the way the Jazz have been playing without those guys, that, you know, sometimes
0: those decisions would be a little easier. You win, it's a luxury. You lose, it becomes a problem. Jazz win tonight, 103.83. This has been Locked On Jazz, postcast with Ron Boone here on the Locked On Podcast Network.